What's good, man? What's everybody saying? Welcome back to Breaking Bread. Uh, today we have Ebenezer, and today is going to be a very important, interesting topic. Um, we will be talking about, well, let me rephrase that. The question will be, is Christianity the white man's religion? Was Christianity forced upon us by the white man? So starting with you, yo, Ebenezer, have you ever heard like people say, yo, I don't want to believe in Christ because that's a white man's religion? Yeah, I have heard it a lot, especially with um, the climate to the way things are going on within the black community. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. What's your response to it usually? It's no, like Christianity is is not a it's not a white man's religion. Christianity is a it's an everybody religion, right? And if you look at the history of Christianity, you look at even in the Bible, um, those Christians of many mm -hmm. different shades, colors, etc. I think that. A lot of people get confused because Christianity, the 20th, in the 20th century, slave masters came to Africa and a lot of them claimed to be Christians and mm. they claimed to teach people Christianity, but they were enslaving them, right? Mm. But our history didn't start when slavery started, mm. right? Even before uh, slave masters came to Africa, there was, there was Christians, mm -hmm. right? And it's like everywhere, like... America is known as, a, as a, a Christian nation, but not everyone's Christian, right? Mm -hmm. In Africa, we weren't known as a Christian nation, but we had a lot of people that were practicing mm -hmm. Christianity. Mm -hmm. No. Before slave trade. My thing, I think that one of the main things is like, the thing that we gotta understand is that the Bible was written on three different continents, mm -hmm. Africa being one of them. So, usually when I hear people talk about, yo, um, I can't I can't believe in no Christianity. I can't believe the Bible because the Bible was brought upon us by the slave, by the slave master, and it endorses slavery. It's a very flawed argument and a terrible excuse. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is because you know, when we actually think about it, um, like I said before, the Bible was written in Africa. That's number one. Number two. The Bible does not endorse the North American slave trade. Exactly. Um, I think one of the main things is that when we look at slavery in the Bible, it actually spoke up against the North American slave trade. And I'm going to be dropping just so um, I'm going to be put, putting out some scriptures um, in a bit. But yo, that's the main thing. It's like yo, you can't be saying that you don't believe one thing because of what one man said. You know what I mean? When you look at the actual facts of it. Is it aligned with why you're saying that um, you don't believe in Christianity because it's a white man's religion? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I think with a lot of people, a lot of people have those beliefs because they're, they're hurting, right? Like if you look at um, black history, mm -hmm. a huge part of our history is a lot of the, the, the hard events, the hardships that we've experienced, right? So I think that with that, it kind of ties, it, people tie Christianity into that. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of, like when I went to Ghana, like I remember I went to the slave castle and there's a room there that says the holiest room in this world. Yeah, but, 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 but this is literally like a dungeon where they kept slaves, right? And if this is the holiest place in the world and you claim to be following God, then why are you doing something that's contrary to what God says, yeah, what God right? Says, yeah. So I think that because of that, a lot of people have hatred towards Christianity. But it's, mm -hmm. it's like everything else, right? You have to look at things in its context. Like, yeah. There's nowhere in scripture where uh, slavery, going into another person's um, land or country, 
and uh, kidnapping them and yep. selling them and mm -hmm. you know building your empires and your kingdom mm -hmm. on these people is, is just it's crazy right? because like yo okay let's bring it to the scripture real quick mm -hmm. Exodus 21 16 says whoever steals a man and sells him and anyone found in possession of him mm -hmm. shall be put to death. death yeah the North American slave trade was a kidnap exactly that brought millions of black Africans to places like Europe to places like South America yeah to places like America um, and enslave them. But the Bible here fully condemns it. And uh, you want, so just to give a little bit of a background of what the Bible talks about when it's talking about slavery. So back in the day, if like somebody um, owed a debt, usually they'll sell themselves into mm -hmm. slavery by choice so that they could be, so that they could pay that debt off and so that they could feed yeah. their family. Um, and I don't, I don't think people actually talk about that yeah. aspect of what slavery what, actually was. Yeah, yeah. The North American slave trade is not the slavery that the Bible speaks of. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I can even go as far to say this. The Bible even justifies that says um, repar reparations is biblical. Yeah. So after a man had worked up to what he had owed, mm -hmm. um, not only were you called to set that man free, but you were also called to give him some of your wealth. Yeah. You're supposed to pay that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're not supposed to just leave them broke and naked. It's kind of like, you know that whole idea of like when you went to a restaurant? They, they, they show this in, in TV shows that like when you went to a restaurant, you couldn't afford to pay. Mm -hmm. And then they would, they would take you to the back and mm -hmm. you would scrub dishes, right? Mm -hmm. to, to cover your wages, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's alongside what a biblical um, slavery was, especially in the New Testament. New Testament mm -hmm. slavery was different from Egyptian slavery, right? Because Egyptian slavery was... The, the Israelites were, were building the Egyptian um, kingdom, mm -hmm. right? And it was harsh conditions, right? But, but then we have people like Moses come out and, and set his people free. He condemned it. Right? He condemned it ultimately, right? Because what was, what was going on was wrong, right? And, and the Bible says that, that God heard their cry, right? Their cry and they are eventually set free, right? But their history was, uh, that's a whole nother. I think it's crazy because it's like, yo, and like what the Egyptians, like, God not only was it condemned, but um, what you want to call it, people were being killed, people were being mistreated. Yeah, exactly. The Bible says that yo, number one, you're supposed to love yourself. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to love everybody as yourself. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, even when we want to go down to the um, to the rules of like slavery, however you want to call it, um, certain um, slave masters were actually called to love and to treat their slaves fairly. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that people don't like pay a, turn a blind eye to when yeah. you're discussing Christianity as quote unquote the white man's religion. You know what I mean? Um, another big thing that we gotta point at is it's something that I just learned like recently, um so during the North American slave trade, that's probably gonna be quite interesting to you too. During the North American slave trade, uh there, there was actually a slave Bible. So this slave Bible was basically published after the Haitian Revolution. Yeah, I didn't know and uh, with that being said, like in that slave Bible, there was no Old Testament and parts of the New Testament were removed. And the reason why they did that is so that slaves don't revolt. Mm -hmm. My question is, why would the slaves revolt at having a whole Bible and put in front of them if the Bible endorses the North American slave trade? It doesn't make any mm -hmm. sense. What they did is they withheld knowledge from slaves that could read or that would have that information read to them because that information they took out of the Bible condemned 
when they were yeah, doing those yeah. things. You know what I mean? What we have is we have a bunch of um, white slave owners and South um, American slave owners who are calling themselves Christians, mm-hmm. but they're really wolves in sheep clothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? To justify evil using a scripture is messed up. And on top of that, it's a poor excuse for saying that, yo, I don't want to believe in that Christ because yeah. you know, that Christ is this and that. Mm-hmm. We, yes. see that yeah. we see that happen a lot, though. And that happens with a, with a lot of things, right? Like, like, you hear people say that, yo, I don't like... I don't like this race of people because of what they've done. But it's mm-hmm. like, you have to look at it like, yo, the, the people that were doing some of those things 200, 300, 400 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the effects don't carry on to today, but you can't look at someone because of the way they look and say that, yo, your people did this, so mm-hmm. now I don't rock with you. That's that's mm-hmm. wrong, right? Oh. And it's very it's very immature, right? That's ignorant thinking. So what do you have to say about what do you have to say about those the images of the white Christ and Mary? The white the white picture? I think that with the blonde hair and the, the blonde hair and the blue eyes. Um, so I think that that's that's very it can be very problematic, right? Because I do think that representation matters. Right? If you see if all you see is something in a certain way, that's what you're gonna you're gonna picture, right? Mm-hmm. Like some people when they think about Jesus, when they I know some people when they close their eyes and pray, <laughs> they picture Jesus being a, a white dude with blonde hair and mm-hmm. And, and blue, blue eyes, right? But like, reaching his hand out to yeah, them. Yeah, reaching his hand out to them. And I think it could be it could be dangerous. It could be dangerous if like hmm. if, if that's the that's the image you have, right? Because that that's not how like scripture. I think I think it's messed up. It's messed up because to an extent we can call it idolatry. Mm-hmm. You're could closing be. your eyes and you're picturing a man-made Christ. Low key, that could be looked at as like, yo, this guy's idolizing a man that was created by a man that doesn't really depict the, the, the Christ of the scripture. That's the thing. Ultimately, I think when we're plagued by sin, when we desire things that the Bible speaks up against, we come up with excuses um, as to the reason why we don't want to read that Bible or yeah, the reason read. why we don't want to look at that Christ as the God of, the God of this world. And I think that's ultimately what it comes down to. Whether you say that it's the white man's religion, or whether you say it's like um, a religion that's just made by man in general, um, you gotta understand that you're saying that because you don't want to submit mm-hmm. to that God yeah. of the Bible. Because that God of the Bible hates everything that we love and loves everything that we hate, which is yeah. holiness. You know what I mean? Um, another big thing too is um, just the legitimacy of scripture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, it was written over three continents. What do you have to say about man's that say, yo, the Bible was translated so many different ways, it's illegitimate, I can't believe it. I don't think translation means it changes meaning. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the, the context of what is being said still stays the same. Mm-hmm. Right? And I feel like even with the legitimacy of scripture, like, there's there's too many things that, that fit perfectly for it to be illegitimate. Like, if you were saying the three continents, the amount of authors, mm-hmm. how like so many authors didn't know each other, hadn't hadn't re- read um, other um, authors' literature. Mm-hmm. They're all writing about uh, one thing. Even guys way before Jesus are writing about Jesus before mm-hmm. they met him and had an encounter with him. It, and, and the languages, writing about this one person in many different languages. Yeah, it, it, it makes no sense. And, he, and also like, there's also books of people that 
people that were around those times, they're, mm-hmm. they're not like inspirational books that are in the Bible, but they they wrote about these things, these events that were going on, yeah. right? Going on around them, right? Which which is also, I feel like it's proof. You know, it's crazy because it's like, you know, when we look at translations, the Bible is not broken telephone. Yeah. So it's not like, yo, all of us here are sitting in the room, I tell you something, and then you yeah. go and tell the exactly. next person something, and then that next yeah. person tells that next person something, and it comes all the way back until the story's completely changed. No. That's not how it works. The, how the Bible is translated is that everybody goes back to the original manuscripts. Yeah. So you go back to the main source. The third person goes back to the main source. The fourth person goes back to the main source so that you can have the actual story mm-hmm. of what actually happened. It's not a case of broken telephone. And this is what I got to tell people all the time. You know what I mean? Don't 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 try and come with that, that excuse like, yo, broken telephone. Because I can also say this. You read books written by men. Your whole theology, your whole ideology is written by a man in a book. Mm-hmm. What makes your... Your yeah. ideologies, yeah, um, legitimacy, yeah, or valid. If this is the excuse that you're bringing, all the ideologies that we learn about are written by man. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's multiple authors that did not know each other that all spoke pointing towards one source, which was Christ. Over the span of what three thousand years? You know, you know, over the span of thousands of years. That's the thing. It was published and everything. Yo. What were you saying um, earlier about uh, the theologians before like slavery? Yeah, so there's guys like um, um, Saint Augustine of Hippo, right? He's a he's a theologian. He was he was black. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Simon of, of Cyrene. They say he's possibly black. Mm-hmm. There's Moses's wife, um, mm-hmm. Zafara. She was she was black Ethiopian. What about the, the treasurer that was baptized in the Bible? Ethiopian. Come again. Yeah, the Ethiopian, um, the Ethiopian eunuch. Eunuch, yeah. yeah in, in, in Acts, so he was coming. He was on his way, and he encountered uh, Philip, mm-hmm. and he he was converted, right? And I think I think one of the problems too for our community is we don't we don't get to see we don't sh- we're not showing our black people in a, in a in a positive light. That's the issue, right? especially when it comes to history. Like we don't show us in, in terms of like the inventions that we've done or. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are what we've added in terms of scripture. Yeah. Right. I think that like too many times they show they show these things and they make it seem like it's always a white man or a white mm-hmm. woman. And then they only show that, that the, the obstacles that we've gone through. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't see black people in those lights. So they automatically assume that all positive things are a white person, a white yeah, person, yeah. or all negative things are caused by a white person. You think the history books are written like that on purpose or what? I think that definitely the media portrays it like that on purpose. Mm. See, right. that's the thing. What you have to say about, like, in terms of, like, what's going on today um, with the world, with um, just the current state of, like, black people, um, with what's going on on TV with the black people getting killed by white cops and all that. Is there any, like, scriptures that you could speak to in terms of that? Like, so let me rephrase that. So what's going on right now is we see a lot of injustices happening on yeah. TV towards black people and it's creating a division mm-hmm. even within the church. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people that I spoke to that said they don't even want to go back to their churches yeah. because it's predominantly white. What do you have to say about that? I think that it's it's definitely unfortunate. Like I sympathize with, with our community and anyone that's going through something, right? Um, at the hands of any of another race, especially. Like, if mm-hmm. that's happening to you, I, I sympathize and I, and I hope that that will stop. But 
I think that like the message of the gospel, ultimately the truth of the gospel, the truth of Jesus Christ and God, etc., should compel you though also to not not stop not stop these these things in your life. Mm -hmm. Right? I think that even when we're dead and gone, you know, these things are gonna be there. Mm -hmm. Before we came into this world, these things were were there. They're gonna be there in, in many different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, so you know, I said before I'm like, yo, to be honest, like there's a lot of times whereby we look at it as just a race thing. Like I said, everything's a sin issue. Everything yeah. that's happening is a sin issue. I look at it like, yo, if it wasn't black or white, it would be something else. Mm -hmm. you know, I yeah. When you look at places in Asia, it's injustices being done to people who are of the yeah, same ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at Africa, there's things going on there with yeah. Africans. Black continent. Too. Exactly. So, like, I think it's very important that, yo, especially when it comes to salvation, especially when it comes to us as a people, mm -hmm. we gotta do our research because the yeah. research will always bring out the facts. I used to literally think that, yo, the, the Bible, Christianity is a white man's religion. How can black people come and submit to a God that was taught to us by white yeah. man? But as we do our research, we realize that, yo, Christianity came way before slavery. Mm -hmm. As we're getting saved way before slavery. And I think that we as a people, um, we got to do a better job in portraying yeah. Um, yeah. the role that Africa and black people well, have in the Yeah, I think that we don't do that enough. And I, I think that that... That can definitely help us. Yeah. I think that can that can definitely help us going going forward. So you you know, you work in um, um you work in the social field um, as a social worker. Um, that's the last thing. Is there anything that you would want to say towards like uh, like you? I know you work with kids that are at, at, at in behavioral. In behavioral and all of that stuff. Um, in terms of that um, particular area within your uh, life. Is there anything that you would say to adjust that, um, include, like, to encourage kids that are um, struggling with behavioral things? This is, doesn't even have to be anything to do with like a black or a white thing. But I always, I always want to bring people onto the show that have a positive yeah. thing to say at the end. Is there anything that's been on your mind or on your heart that you want to just address? I would definitely want to say you know, for the upcoming generation, for us that we're gonna uh, have kids in the future. I'll say, yo, find, find a woman or find a man that, yo, that you love. And, um, yo, if you, if you make a baby with her, yo, please, please, yo, marry her and try to, try to build, try to build a solid family, man. Because foundation. A foundation. Because I feel like in this world, man, if you have nothing, but you know at the end of the day, you're going home to people that love you and care for you, it makes a huge difference. And I, I, I know why I'm saying that, right? I feel like a lot of times, yo, like, when you come from a, a broken home, you're more susceptible to certain issues, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what, like mental health, mm -hmm. all of these things that life throws at us, they're inevitable. But yeah. if you have a core family that's there for you, it makes a huge difference. That's blessed. Yeah. So, yo, I don't even... See, I usually add, but I'm going to leave it at that, man. I'm going to leave it at that. I think that was useful, and I want to thank you for coming on the show once again. Ebenezer, uh, we'll talk more 100% about these things and I'm going to try and do my part and play my part in educating the people. So, uh, last thing, uh, I want to have a toast actually. Uh, like as always, to breaking bread. Breaking bread. <laughs>